Hi, hello, this is Jules the Human here. Welcome to Gaming Gone Weird, a show all about the weird, interesting, funny, but very real news that is going on in the gaming world. I'm one of your hosts, Jules the Human, and for the past couple of weeks, I have been searching and scouring the world for my perfect co-host, and we had some really good ones, but she was not the one that we see here today. We have our own Cresta star traveling across the United States back to us from TwitchCon Cresta, welcome to the show, and welcome back. I miss you guys. <clears throat> I hope you guys miss me. Jules, I miss you. How is everything? How are you guys? How is everyone today? How are you, Jules? Uh, <clears throat> I guess my voice is going out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been streaming so much. But um, yeah, uh, everything's good. Um, I'm excited for you to come back. I'm excited for you to be here. Uh, and for us to talk a little bit about like scary games and scary stuff, because uh, Halloween is around the corner. It is a uh, spooky season. But I do want to ask you, how was TwitchCon and how was everything? And what? tell us everything. They've been hearing me talk for two weeks. <laughs> they don't need to hear me talk anymore. Tell, tell us what you did, what's going on. And I think I have some pictures and videos to go along with that. Okay, awesome. <clears throat> Guys, I'm going to just give you the highlights because so many things happened at TwitchCon. I know there was a lot of weird, sad, but not weird, ha-ha things. So I want to give you the weird, ha-ha things. Let's get back to the happiness. So on Friday, there was a drag showcase about the wonderful drag queens that may perform or um, just play games on Twitch. It was hosted by Bitch Pudding and Deer, which was really nice. And I didn't know Bitch Pudding was the uh, winner of Dragula Season 2. Um, Drag Trashley, Kiyoshi Yoroha, I hope I said your name right, please. I hope I didn't butcher it. <laughs> London Bradshaw, Marisol Lords, Mia Easy Lay, The Wicked Rival, and Biddy B. And Biddy B put on a killer performance of into the unknown live vocals uh it was so good it really made my friday and i encourage anyone who um can go ahead and find the it's probably all over their social media find these girls see their performances 10 out of 10 my friday was made because of that and now i want to do drag i will we're breaking all the norms i want to do drag video yeah. game drag crust the star right here <laughs> That'd be dope, yeah. So there was Saturday. Saturday was really nice. I will say, with all the controversy around the foam pit, there was another foam pit that didn't get any love. There was a Wendy's foam pit that had you battle with French toast sticks and you oh, would fall into fries. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if you actually went in the little foam pit that had all the news going. We didn't actually talk about it in the show because that was like real yeah. bad but they had a, another wendy is this a thing do, so do we need a gaming gone pits. weird foam pit there were two foam pits the one that had all the like i said the controversy that one was right in the front it was the main big one there was another one in the back where literally it was um remember american gladiators used to come on like yeah. abc back yeah. in the day they literally had like a long french toast stick that you could see like fake syrup it was so <laughs> funny it was so i wish that foam pit got more love but oh you know, my god it's unfortunate we got the lame lenovo <laughs> one and there was a whole wendy's foam pit that no one's talking about that's the controversy justice Ugh. for the french toast sticks. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was on friday you did you went to go see drag now you you're inspired to do drag uh what else did you do 
So on Saturday night, there was the TwitchCon party. And going into it, I knew Megan Thee Stallion was performing. But it was uh, Meet Me at the Altar, which is a great indie band that I'd never heard of before. But their music was 10 out of 10. I was late because, you know, (laughs) I'm late all the time. (laughs) Uh, And I heard them as I was walking into the venue. And this girl's vocals were clear as day. Her, I don't know this woman's name, but her, her vocals, 10 out of 10. Then it okay. opened with, after this opening act, it was Kim Petras. And a lot of people didn't know who Kim Petras was, which was crazy to me because I'm a Kim Petras stan. Mm-hmm. So she's doing things from her album, um, the latest one, which I won't say because we're trying to keep it monetized over here. Sure. Um, and, yeah. But it has a pop. And uh, people are like, what is this? And by the end of the night, she was like, what's my name? Throat, go. It's the name of a song. Don't judge me. But it was really cool. And... If you didn't know who Kim Petras was by the, like, before that show, you knew who uh-huh. she was by the end of the night. But my highlight, seeing Meg Thee Stallion in person, she has a line where she says, I bet your jaw drop if you ever see me. Yes. Yes. And she was Correct. pulling up the hotties on the stage. And why did Master Chief get on the stage? <laughs> I was going to ask you about this. Is this from your phone? Like, you were yes, there. I was this- in the- I was in the pit. <laughs> okay, so this is from Cresta's phone, from Cresta's POV, what you're about to see right now. Oh, honestly, my God. Honestly, when they were chanting the first time for Master Chief to go on stage, all no. I could think of is, what's about to have happen right now? Yeah. I wanted, I was sports <clears throat> entertained, and when it happened, the whole crowd went berserkish circus. It was the purest moment of what TwitchCon encapsulated because he's just dancing like a Master Chief would, and I was yeah. like, 10 out of 10. And the funny part <laughs> is afterwards, people on Twitter, I guess um, Xbox thought that they did an activation with Meg Thee like, who authorized this? <laughs> who did this? Who authorized it? Like, no, it's literally a cosplayer. But now that you see, come on. Come on, come now, on. Yeah, pay these creators. I know Microsoft. somebody somebody was probably like, wait, how much money do we spend on making the style and uh, the 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 pull? How, how much is he's on stage? What are we doing? And then he's like, no, it's just some guy. I don't know who it is. It's Steve. His booking fees are through the roof yeah. now. <laughs> it was so pure. It was genuine. And I had a really, really good time. And that was Saturday night. Now on Sunday, there was a lot of merch being given away because people like i don't want to take it i got this snazzy shirt it is a street fighter printed t-shirt and it has the twitch icons it's really cool oh i enjoyed it all they had was a small this is not my size but you know what it's my size today yeah for sure (laughs) but unfortunately sunday was like really overshadowed with all the news that was coming out about the things that happened at TwitchCon, um, whether it be with the Lenovo um, foam pit or the meet and greets with other people. But I have a bad habit of, I'm going to go and have a good time. Sure. Mind my business. And it kind of sucks (laughs) because I think that TwitchCon overall was a positive experience for many, but also not as a positive experience for a lot of people too. And if you weren't there reading about it, you might be like, I'm never going to go, which I wouldn't encourage, but I had a great time. And I encourage anyone who, if you have a streamer or friends to go to, go to cons, you know, sure. just be safe. Wear a mask. Very important. Yeah, we were giving out really cute masks too. Oh, that's cute. Um, Yeah. It, it was a little daunting. I mean, reading about it and reading all the bad stuff, mm-hmm. but then like seeing people that were streaming it there, they were like, 
having a relatively good time. They were hanging out with mm -hmm. friends, meeting new people and, and saying hi to a lot of people. So I, I know to the people that are not in the, the, the click of online gaming or online entertainment, they're going to see it as like, you know, maybe my grandma will be like, Oh my God, have you heard of that TwitchCon? Everybody's yeah. breaking backs and stuff. And it's yeah. like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not, it, it may have happened, but there's a lot of good there. I don't know. It's up in the air. Would let us know. Would you go to uh, TwitchCon next next year? Would you Would you consider it if it was a little bit safer and uh, maybe like a little bit smaller? Let us know. Uh, you can support us over on the uh, KYN Chat KYNChat.com. If you uh, just type it in KYNChat.com and you get your question or comment read on the show, or you can do the uh, YouTube. Uh, what are they called? Not memberships. Uh, super chats. YouTube mem YouTube super chats. I have not done this in a while. Uh, <laughs> YouTube super chats right there. It should be like a little medallion or a little money sign. And you could uh, support the show and you can get your question or comment read on the show. But uh, everybody, welcome back. Cresta. So awesome to have her back. And I would like to know... Um, what is the question of the day? We like to get started with the question of the day. And we're talking a little bit about horror games. So what is today's question of the day? Spooky, ooky. So the question of today is what is the title of the first video game to feature zombies? Ooh, dun, 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 dun. So we got a multiple choice to make it easy for you. Is it A, Resident Evil, B, Entombed, C, the evil dead, or D, zombies ate my neighbors. Again, the question is, what is the title of the first video game to feature zombies? Is it A, Resident Evil, B, Entombed, C, the evil dead, or D, zombies ate my neighbors? Guys, hmm. we're going to type it in chat if you're here with us live and leave a comment at the end of this video or pause it right now. If you're watching this later on YouTube, pause it, type your answer, and then watch us. And then you'll figure out the answer. Yeah, we'll give you the answer of that question at the end of the show. So you can keep keep watching and we'll give it to you. But uh, the way that this is going to go down is we're going to talk a little bit about some of the news that is going on that happened this week or currently going on. And then we're going to talk about the our top five horror games. Or we're going to talk about some some spooky games, some stuff that's already out uh, and, and some stuff that we may have checked out. And we kind of point you want to point you in the right direction of what to check out in this holiday Halloween season, and we'll get to that towards the end of the show. But, Cresta, have you ever played the board game Battleship? I used to be nasty mm, at Battleship. Okay. I have two brothers, and they would always punk me. So, you know, when we had to play board games like Scrabble, Battleship, and Stratego, I always had to be, I ain't see here. Because they always would put it around the edges like I was stupid. So I figured out their plans. And it's like, let me check the four corners. And if I hit one, I ain't see what's happening here. So that's the strategy. You got to hit the four corners. You got to, I don't know. It's so difficult, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, the Twitch streamer at Point Crow is going to be doing an IRL battleship fight in the ocean tomorrow. So he has it planned tomorrow uh, to do 10 boats here in the water and to fight somebody. Uh, Twitch chat chooses pyrotechnics coming up tomorrow. He has no sponsors. It's all out of pocket. And he says it's one of his biggest things that he's ever done. Do you? This can go kind of work? wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, are they just boats? 
are you going to be launching the pyrotechnics like actual like battleship style or are they just going to explode twitch chat integration like, is it going to be one person on one side how are you going to have the point of view is it going to be like literally Yu-Gi-Oh, where you've got yugi moto <laughs> on one side and kaiba looking down on the arena okay that i like cool, that but it also sounds really expensive are you blowing up toy boats are you making a little dingy like that's it's a big area a hundred feet by a hundred feet that's bigger boats and are they real boats do you have to buy the real boats you're making their boats i don't know something something we're gonna need a bigger boat something something <laughs> <laughs> so that's happening tomorrow uh check up on at point crow to see how it goes i'm very curious because this is Me very too. random uh we've seen bigger productions on youtube bigger mm -hmm. productions sometimes on twitch like game shows and stuff yeah. but this one feels like it could something could happen so i kind of want to tune in whether good or bad something really cool could happen yeah and he could be facing somebody that we know some famous person i don't know maybe the rock point crow uh, versus the rock the rock for president he's such a lovely person same birthday high birthday twin what <laughs> may 2nd come on now wow I didn't know that. That's cool. See, we're trombone twins. Uh -huh. Me and The Rock are birthday twins. I want to be connected to The Rock. I'm going to go see Black Adam tomorrow. And you know me, and I'm his birthday twin. Come on. Two okay. degrees of cool, separation. Cool, cool. But I... <laughs> um let us know uh i don't know let us let us know your thoughts about the point crow battleship fight that's happening tomorrow send us a super chat or kyn chat kynchat.com um some more news going on and you actually brought this up to me the defend the north northeast's largest major fighting game tournament is happening this weekend in brooklyn new york uh, it, has this been like a, a thing that's happened a few times and and tell me yes. a little more about it so defend the north I know started before the Pico de Gallo and I went to like the first or the second one. And if you have never been to a fighting game tournament, it is not like your esports events. It is a hangout where you get to see all your older brothers and cousins playing video games in the back talking trash. It is the best experience. It like, honestly, out of all the tournaments I've been to, that was the funniest tournament I've ever been to. Um, it's really homegrown talent. And I think that the way that it works is that this also goes for points for the Capcom Cup Tour for whatever it is to culminate at Evo. So this is like one of the biggest pit stops in the Northeast, which is really cool. I yeah. mean, we got the shirt on to represent. They had a bunch of uh, Street Fighter games and the tournament is still going on as we speak this whole weekend. I Can you tell me, because... <sighs> All I see these clips going viral of like Call of Duty mm -hmm. tournaments online where they're like, let's go, you suck. Oh my God, like get off, get out of here, whatever. Is it a better environment than that? Because like I want to go to somewhere like you're saying, cracking jokes, silly, but also maybe a little intense, but still sort of silly. Is that is it kind of the vibe? Or is it super masculine intense? I'm not going to lie to you, Jules, because I just got back. I want to know. So I, from personal experience, it really depends on who you go with. I feel anywhere okay. where there's competition and people can smell their own ball, so to speak, <laughs> there's going to be the, oh, I got to yeah, win. Sure. There are some crazy hype moments that if you're with the wrong people, it might be like, oh, what game person shit, you did that. Sure. And if you're with the right people, you're like, oh my God, is this really happening right now? <laughs> so it really depends on... um. It really depends on who you go with, 
But I will say it is it is very much like it's calmed down a lot because there used to be players that would really get on stage with you and be like, you suck, you mm-hmm. suck. Look at you while they're beating you up. And you're like, yo, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't seen that in quite a long time. Okay, so cool, cool. I will cool. say if you go to any sort of major or a local where you see people, it can get really hype, but it really depends on the group. And I say that for almost anything. Sure, but- yeah, yeah. So we have... <laughs> Uh, for the first day, and I also pulled a, a little video. Um, Come on, video. Some of the some of the winners here. Uh, they're playing Smash Bros. Ultimate Doubles. PK Chris and Suarez. Smash Bros. Uh, Melee Grand Finals winner Doctor Lobster. They're playing Mortal Kombat 11. It's a lot of games. It's yeah. A lot of games. I mean, if you've never seen a fighting game tournament, I always tell people start with the biggest one, which is Evo. It's like the League of Legends worlds. It's like your the, the Olympics of fighting games, if you will. And they do all of the hype moments. But these are the pit stops on the way. And you get some really hype matches. I would say go out of your way to look up. Um, oh, am I about? So there's a funny there's a funny moment of this. Um, of this guy playing against another guy. And I know that's very specific. I know it's very specific. <laughs> Let me look it up right now. <laughs> and one dude beats the guy and the guy looks at him and is like, are you for real? Cause he wins with like this much health. Sure, he gets yeah, up yeah. and he throws his controller down on the floor. Oh. And then the other guy looks at him as the one dude throws off and he looks at the guy in the camera and goes like this. <laughs> oh my god Ooh, that was the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> on stream it was it wasn't funny but it was also funny. yeah that's great <laughs> oh my gosh so but there's yeah. a ton uh there's a ton of games grand blue fantasy versus grand final winner was hashtag blm df tiga ultimate marvel it's... versus capcom 3 dragon ball fighter z we got a ton of different fighting games there uh oh. that are happening this weekend over there but there's also something else that's happening that i was aware of was the ludwig smash invitational that's happening Uh in las vegas uh nevada so there's a there's a popular youtuber used to be on twitch he's on youtube now uh ludwig you may know him but he's hosting the the biggest smash tournament ever and i was like is that real? I don't know if it's real. I tried looking up some some articles and stuff if that's uh-huh. like the real deal, but they have people uh players all around, coming from all around the world, even the number 1 Smash player MK Leo. Uh but then something happened where <laughs> I am there, so sorry. It's all good. Uh something happened to where he lost his title sponsor at the last minute and uh Mr Beast has offered uh to sponsor it instead. So we may have uh, Mr. Beast sponsoring the Ludwig Invitation, Ludwig Smash Invitational. Um, I'm not good at Smash. I'm not good at fighting games. I'm not the greatest, uh, but they're a lot of fun. I don't know. Yeah, I um, fighting games have always been peculiar to me because I don't understand why like they're not as big as League of Legends as far as like viewership tournaments whatever it is because it's a very simple concept everyone understands how fighting games work 1v1 yes and you hit the other person until they don't get up no more or they run out of lives it's so easy and the i i love to i love the fighting game tournament scene because it's just like even if you don't know the game verbatim you understand what's going on sure big motions (laughs) big you got a super in there you got his special moves 
You got the health bar, and when someone wins with this much health, and the other person had this much, you're just like, how'd you how'd you fumble the bag? So (laughs) hype. Um, but I do know some people that were going to Las Vegas to do, try and do the Ludwig Smash Invitational. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of brackets. I could have put a, a bunch of pictures of like all the players. There's so many people that are going to be there in Las Vegas uh, for that. But let us know your thoughts about uh, Smash Game. What's your favorite fighting game? Let us know. Send us a Super Chat or KYN Chat to get your message read on the show. But getting into uh, something a little spooky because we Call had a lot of news. Spook it off. Sure. What is your favorite fighting game? Um, I like Tekken. Uh, Soul Calibur was a lot of fun just mm-hmm. because they had really cool cosmetics, like the way they looked and, and really pretty people. Um, I think the one that I played the most was Soul Calibur at the time because I like, I don't know what it was, like swords and like the colors and stuff mm-hmm. like that was super dope. So I played a lot of Soul Calibur. I don't know. What's your favorite one? Mortal Kombat 3 has a special place in my heart. Okay. <laughs> um, Why that one specifically? Because it's what I grew up on. And um, yeah, I play like Street Fighter, whatever it is. But something about Sindel's character sent me. Sindel and Cyrax and that whole um, Link Way cyborg situation. That was just the coolest thing to me on the planet. Everyone liked Chung Li. Like, you, had, you clearly yeah. had the Street Fighter stairs, but I really, really, really liked Mortal Kombat 3. And then the franchise in general, I think, is. For for what it is, I don't think there's any other game like it for a long time. And now, like the blood and the gore and just even yeah. the fatalities, I think is really sick, but creative. <laughs> They've gotten so intense. There's been so many, and when the new one comes out, it's like, oh, we got to check out check out their fatalities. It's like, mm. oh, that's gruesome and insane, but so cool. Yeah. Um. So there was a lot of news about. Uh, Resident Evil 4, there's there's a remake that's coming out. There's a lot of news about the Silent Hill franchise. There's a ton of different games coming out, uh, or a ton of different projects coming out for the Silent Hill franchise. But during the Silent Hill Downfall trailer, there's a secret message uh, that the Reddit user MilkmanEX found. Uh, 10 when out of 10 names. <laughs> MilkmanEX, love that guy, yep. Uh, secret message when he viewed the the video through a spectrogram. So he extracted the audio and let me show you what it looks like here. He extracted the audio and converted it to an MP3. And when viewing the audio's spectrogram at around 52 seconds in, the secret message appears, whatever heart this town had has now stopped. That's scary. That's wild. And how would you know to do that? Yeah, but, I was thinking like, what? Who would? Th- that's that's very specific. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, we're we're seeing this a lot in wrestling right now too, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of like wild little Easter eggs and like little things to keep the audience engaged. Do you like that somebody like uh, a Silent Hill, a big franchise that already has a lot of legs, is trying to do like little things like that? And do you encourage video games to like leave stuff like that in their marketing or video game? First of all, I'm a punk. I want to go ahead and say that. I am scared. I don't like horror games. (laughs) However, I do love me a good storytelling. I Mm -hmm. do love me a good storytelling. And I can honestly say that when it comes to the little Easter eggs, me personally, I would not have the foresight to know to look for that. However, finding that there's other people in the community or users or people who like whatever it is, 
No, to, like you said, look through a spectrogram. Who would think of that? But if you do, you're being rewarded for it, which uh -huh. I think is really, 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 really good. It's thoughtful and it gives a lot of replay value. So if you're someone who sees something like a Silent Hill or like you said with wrestling right now with Bray Wyatt and you see this in isolation a year from now. And you're like, wow, this is really cool. You're now going to go back because we're living it. We're getting the hype verbatim. Yep. You're going to go back and I was like, oh, I got to find that. Oh, it, it gives it so much more life. It gives it the weird, if you will, to go back and like, huh, I didn't notice that. It's scary. I, I personally won't be playing it because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm a punk. Um, but I will watch someone like come on on YouTube or wherever you are yeah. consuming this video. I will definitely watch someone play it. But I think those things in particular really give replay value to games. And if it's good, it's good. Again, who would think to think of a spectrogram or whatever it was? It's like well, if you look through a kaleidoscope or your Pokemon Go, <laughs> then you'll see Tyranitar doing this. I'm yeah. not here for it, but like who thinks of that? <laughs> Uh, Milkman EX, actually. <laughs> Milkman EX. Thought of that. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are about this secret message in Silent Hill Downfall trailer. Or uh, let us know about uh, all the Silent Hill news. What are your thoughts about that? Send us a super chat or KYN chat. Uh, let us know and help support the show. Um, something I've been super into, I, I guess, while you're gone, I, I filled the crest of void by playing a ton of Overwatch 2. And I got super addicted. Um, I'm gold four on support. Yes. Uh, doing pretty good, but uh, there is an exclusive Overwatch 2 Tracer skin that is only available at McDonald's in Australia. So, uh. <laughs> the Tracer Lightning skin is available to anyone who orders a Big Mac, a McChicken, or 10-piece Chicken McNugget combo through the My Mecca's app. Available in every McDonald's in Australia until the end of October. This is a skin from the Overwatch 2018 anniversary event. So it's not a new new skin, but it is from something from 2018. And uh, we have seen that before, but it's only available in the uh, McDonald's in Australia. So. so me eating this chicken McNugget means nothing. D did you get the skin? Did you go to Australia? Are you in Australia? No. No, you just got the nuggets. <laughs> I just got the nuggets, and now for the gag, I put the nugget in my mouth, and now I have to eat it. <laughs> I'll talk while you chew, but this is in <laughs> this is an interesting marketing thing. I think we've seen this done before. Like you can get like codes, or like um, you know, whenever you buy Pokemon cards, like in the pack of Pokemon cards, there's like a little, little barcode you can scan it or something like that. Or they do like QR codes for different things. But it's it's wild that this is a thing. And, and Overwatch 2 teamed up with McDonald's to do this thing through the app, I guess to push people downloading the app. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I've been seeing a lot of um, marketing from food companies, especially McDonald's. This kind of gives me the whole Travis Scott, the happy Travis Scott meal. And um, I thought they True. just did a um, like an adult happy meal that I saw that was trending on Twitter that the toys inside of this thing were going for like thousands of dollars on eBay. So there is there is money to be made. When it comes to cross promotion, especially things that people eat, a lot of the a lot of us nerds now are in our twenties, thirties, and maybe even lower forties. <laughs> so listen, listen, I'm not judging because nerds sure. come in all shape, ages, and sizes. But I say that to say they know we got a lot of disposable income. 
Some of us got kids, some of us don't, but we're still active wanting to go out and there's always a McDonald's. So it makes sense. It makes sense. And people have been partnering with, League of Legends did a partnership with, I think it was Louis Vuitton or something what? like that. It was a while ago. Yes, Balenciaga they had... or something? <laughs> Balenciaga daddy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they absolutely did. So it doesn't, to me, it doesn't surprise me. It's just like, why only Australia? I mean, yes, if, I don't play Overwatch, but I think sure. that character Tracer, her origin is that she's from Australia. I'm not going to do the accent. I apologize to my show. If you is, I'm sorry. Fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of odd, but then it's kind of cool if they keep mm -hmm. going with it. Like if yeah. this is the first and only, then maybe it's weird. But like if they do it at the locations where the people come from, that could be cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, I I'm curious to see, and we'll we'll uh, do some Overwatch watch on this Overwatch watch. Yeah, Overwatch <laughs> watch on this developing story because uh, that was just kind of odd and to mm -hmm. promote the McDonald's app. I mean, that's cool. I'm down. Uh, but let us know uh, what rank you are in Overwatch 2 and how better I am. Uh, let's send a super chat or KYN chat. Uh, KYNchat.com. No, I'm not good at all. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. Um, but that those are some of the news stories for the week. And we kind of get into our main topic here about uh, the top five, our personal top five horror games that we played or something that we, we want to talk about uh, and give you our thoughts about it. Again, this is going to be subjective to me and Cresta, so you may not agree. Let us know if you agree or don't agree, whatever. But it could be different for us tomorrow. This is how we're feeling right now. Spicy um, or not yeah. spicy. <laughs> spicy or not spicy. You know, we'll we'll let you know here. But I I'm curious, because uh, you said you were a scaredy cat. What's, what's your, like, top five horror games and we'll we'll sort of discuss we'll go back and forth i am not a scaredy cat i am a stressy depressy lemon zesty so <laughs> um if i'm being honest with you my horror games aren't really horror games so okay my number one would be the world of warcraft halloween events because they were <laughs> i don't listen don't judge no no, no me. i'm not i'm not I'm <laughs> not judging you it's just out of the box and i'm ready to hear more <laughs> Like when they would have the headless huntman, um, uh, you would go into a dungeon and you would do like the headless huntman or whatever it was. It's been so long. I'm a recovering World of Warcraft addict. I would kick the cabinet. But it was a lot of fun because you would get unique gear. It was just enough kooky and spooky. Okay. Um, Under that, I guess, is does Darkest Dungeon constitute as a scary game? It could be whatever I, you want. Well, Darkest Dungeon, because it's a psychological thriller, because I don't know if my person's going to have a heart attack and die. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> what is Darkest Dungeon? Darkest Dungeon is a side-scrolling dungeon crawler. Okay. But um, instead of just, oh, there's things that can kill you, and it's a roguelike, so it's perm death. So instead of things that could just kill you, your character can get stressed out from diving in the dungeon. So you go into a dungeon and you see literally <laughs> Cthulhu. You're going to be like, yo, okay. what am I doing with my life? Uh -huh. And the person could get so scared that they could have a heart attack and die. Or they could get so scared that they have a choice to be like, oh, I'm scared. Or they could be like, we didn't come here to die. Buckle yeah. up. We're making it out alive. It's really cool, but you see some shit in there. Like, it's really spooky and scary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm soft. I'm afraid of Boo from Super Mario 3. I'm afraid of Bowser from Super Mario 3. I'm soft. Uh, it makes them scary. 
he makes some scary faces for sure. Okay, I didn't know about that one. That's that sounds interesting. I do like more of the the psychological horror, mm -hmm. and we have some people in the chat right now putting uh, their scary games. But if you want to put uh, right now in the live or in the comments of the YouTube video, what are some of your favorite scary games, and and what are your thoughts about that? I'll be pulling them up as I go. But uh, give us some more. Give us some more, Krista. Okay, so that was two. <clears throat> Number three, I have this game called Oregon Trail, not Oregon. Oregon. Oh, I know that one. Okay. <laughs> I, I got it randomly from a humble bundle and I interviewed uh, the guys who made the game men with many hats oh, many cool. moons ago, many moons ago. That game is so funny. It's the right amount of scary. It's, it plays exactly like Oregon trail, but it's with zombies. It is the right amount of scary. That's enough for me. That's uh -huh. great. Okay. Um, my second to last one is going to be now. I don't play this. I don't play this game. I cannot stress enough that maybe I've played five matches in total. But I do enjoy watching some Dead by Daylight. I enjoy watching survivors juke the killers. And I enjoy the killers like, where are you going? Yeah. I can't play it because I scream. I cry. I don't like it. And my last game, I played this game against my will. So I'm going to include it in every one of my scary games. I played out last. And it was against my will. I and and, and I'm so scared. Look Let's at all go. the other things on my list about being scared. And I played Outlast. It was against my will. Let's but that go. game is spooky, scary. You, you played a scary, uh, a for sure scary game. So I do want to talk about Dead by Daylight because I didn't put it on my list. Uh -huh. Um, but it definitely is scary. It's a lot scarier than it should be. I think. Yes. <clears throat> you don't expect to be as scared because. I know when I was playing it, I would be there and just out of the corner, out of nowhere, just a, a, a I don't know who these that these characters. I don't know who all these characters are. There's a ton of them. I don't scary know any characters. of the killers. All I know is the joke names. Like the one that scares me the most, Bing Bong. I don't, I don't know his. <laughs> Bing, yeah, uh huh. I remember her from that movie. Yeah. Bing no. Bong, the movie. <laughs> yeah, she's a character. <laughs> Chat, what's what's the girl's name? I know who you're talking about. Where she does the one the thing. with the bell, with and the they bell. go invisible, and everyone just calls <clears throat> them Bing Bong. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know their name either, so I couldn't correct you. I don't know. But let us know in the chat uh, so we can get the right name for them. But, yeah, it's a lot scarier than mm -hmm. I think it should have been. Uh, I, whenever I load up the game, I think I'm going to have a fun, silly, spooky time, and I'm just there getting jump scared because of <laughs> yeah. somebody just coming around the corner. I'm like, oh, my God, he's right. I'm like, where's the killer? I haven't seen him in a while. And uh, Wraith, thank you, Chattington. Thank you. Barrington. She means the Wraith. There it is. <laughs> thank you so much. I You're minding your business, either. doing a generator, and all you hear is bing bong, bing bong, <laughs> right behind you. Behind yeah. Um, and I did have Outlast on my list as well, so mm -hmm. I'll, I'll talk and talk a little bit about that one. But I'm proud of you. You played Outlast. That's cool. I had a friend who came over to my house and was like, "There's this game called Outlast," and I'm like, "Is it scary?" And they told me no. And then they lied. <laughs> oh, no. And they were like, you can't look too long because then you'll lose sanity. But if you don't look, then they're going to get you. I'm like, I don't want to play this. But I, I was already committed. I was already committed. And they, this is them behind me. Like, <laughs> I'm like this is horrible. Yeah. I'm, I'm no longer friends with that person. Because <laughs> they tricked you into playing Outlast, for sure. Yes, I'm scarred. I'm, I'm soft. 
Um, so I kind of want to go over my top five yes. and I kind of did games. Um, but then some, some like a French, like one, the first one, number five, I'm going to go dip backwards uh, mm-hmm. from what you did, but number five, the, the Silent Hill, uh, franchise, I think the Silent Hill franchise does great with atmosphere, building a very spooky atmosphere and with all these remake games that they're announcing and all these new products they're announcing. Um, I'm super excited to check it out now because I know if I go back to the other Silent Hill stuff, because the graphics aren't great, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be as immersed in it. But like if they do a remake now, I think in the Silent Hill franchise with any games like that, it'll provide a great ambiance. It looks great and it will definitely provide some scares. So I'm going to put for number five, just the Silent Hill franchise in general, just because there's not really one. I I know of it. I've played a little bit of some of them, but uh, I can't really pick out like one that I think is is good. But that's a franchise you should definitely check out, especially with all the news uh, that came out with all their new projects. Um, is Silent Hill the one where <clears throat> someone's daughter or kid got lost up in like this village and there's an asylum or something like that? Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I just, I'm, I'm hip. <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm things. hip, I know. <laughs> um, this game you you might not know, and it's it's kind of like under the radar, I guess. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a game called Simulacra, and I died inside many times playing this video game. Simulacra, uh, it's on Steam. Um, but it's, it's kind of innovative where you're looking at somebody's phone the whole time. Like it just shows the phone screen. Um, and it's small, like it's, Uh it takes up your screen, but it's like that. And you're trying to, uh, figure out, uh, things by going through different apps. You go through different apps on people's phones. You could have conversations with people. You can do different things, finding videos and pictures and, and doing like all this stuff. But as you're playing it, um, ugly stuff happens. I don't know how to explain it. There's sounds in it that when I'm playing, I thought that was here. Like, it sound distant. Like, there was, like, a knock that was distant. And I was, like, like, I'm here. And I'm just, like, looking. I'm, like, did somebody somebody whisper? Like, a bunch of that stuff. And there's, like... It was so, I mean, I would, there's probably clips on Twitch of when I played it a long time ago, but it was so just mind bending, psychological for me. And you're just going through this person's stuff to try and figure out something. And I definitely recommend it for this time. Even if you play it alone or if you play it on stream, it's a great stream game because it is scary and it will get you jump scared. There's some stuff flashing and, and things like that. So there's a lot of things going on. Simulacra, all caps, I think. There's a second one. Nah, I don't know. But the first one got me. I was Spooky, like, scary. oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh, my number three was Outlast um, because what you said, very scary. The yes. The first one was really good. I think I like the first one better than the second one. Uh, it has the green when you're looking through a camera. So if you don't know the POV for this one, you don't have anything to attack with. I think that's the most scary. Like you can't attack, right? Like you just have the camera. Yeah, like you can you just, crouch. Yeah, you, you can just, do things, but you can't attack. The most you can do is like, please don't get me while I look away. But if I hear you get too close, what am I going? I gotta, I gotta run. Like, what am I yeah, gonna do? I think those are the scariest ones because, like, in in something, um, you know, in like Dead by Daylight. Well, not Dead by Daylight. You can like put stuff down and get away. But like, I think the scariest games are are ones where you don't have like a gun or a knife or anything yeah, like that. There's no it's way to defend yourself, and it's not even in the interface. Like that's always been my biggest gripe with like Dead by Daylight. There are four of us and one of that. You mean to tell me we can't jump it? Come on now. 
come on now. We put down totems, do so we clearly got magic. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's definitely a, a feeling, a different feeling when you are helpless. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Outlast, I think y it it really captures the way that you feel helpless, and you just have a camera, and most of the time you're looking through the the night vision of your camera, and uh, you run out of batteries, like you said, you can't have it up all the time. You have to have batteries for the camera, and you got to put it. You look down, and then you look up, and you know a lot of that stuff. So I think yeah. Outlast is is really good for that. Um, and uh, I, it, I like that one better than the second one. Another game uh, for number two that I really enjoyed was late. Well, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that people enjoyed watching me play was Layers of Fear. I've it heard of a, this game. Uh, it's a psychological horror, uh, sort of puzzles and stuff like that. Uh, following a painter going mad through uh, in, in an old house and there's different levels um you know like there's checkpoints and stuff and you come back to the main room but it just continuously deteriorates and it's all sort of in your mind and it, it, there's things that happen that are not actually happening and things like that and it's i couldn't i i couldn't tell you what like if i played it again today i'd probably not remember probably because uh -huh. i'm repressing it <laughs> but i could not get through an hour i had to do like an hour Oof. at a time I was like, this is a lot. Like, I felt depleted when I finished Ooh. a level. That for me personally, and I think if you're looking for something like that, like a psychological horror, that's your thing. Definitely try out Layers of Fear. Because at the end, I was like, I don't know if I can keep going. I was like, this is a lot. Like, me emotionally, sort of. And me just, yeah, like, getting scared every, you know, yeah. stuff like that. So Layers of Fear or something. Uh, if you're into that, if you're a masochist, go for it. This is your season. Do it up. Spooky um, season. <laughs> spooky season. And uh, my last one is uh, the Resident Evil franchise, specifically Resident Evil 7. Uh, man, the, the, the comeback to being scary for the Resident Evil games was so welcomed. I mean, Resident Evil 7 is so spooky when you're in the house and there's a family and you have to you have to get away from the family and and all this stuff all there's a big story to it and and uh the main character is not the greatest but it, it you being in the house and the ambiance like i said with the silent hill franchise the entire ambiance for most of the resident evil franchise um especially because i just played resident evil 2 uh the remake i'm gonna play resident evil 3 the remake uh -huh. next week uh in there's a remake of resident evil 4 that's just scary like all of them it, collectively there may have been some misses but collectively if you're if, you can't go wrong with a resident evil game so i put that as my number one resident evil franchise go check it out there's a ton of new stuff but seven really spooky eight there's a portion of a boss that is very spooky go check it out so those are our i have kind a of question fun. for you sure you did say that um when it got back to being spooky did resident evil depart from it and become more of a psychological thriller or more of a like no. a zombie survival horror sort of thing at that point it became a lot more action uh, a lot more action based because that's what was sort of popping off at the time so resident evil 4 was the first departure from the way they used to have it resident evil 4 is what i how i got into it because of that way like you have a camera behind the back and you have you know, guns, you're, you're, it's more action, third person based, uh -huh. um, and not as scary as the other ones. And then it got more action-y in number five. 
and then number six got a little out there and a lot of a lot of it lost the plot okay. and uh they went just straight up resident evil 6 is kind of wild and resident evil 5 is kind of kind of wild but in a campy way okay um, uh the famous one for resident evil 5 is the protagonist has a big boulder and you keep pressing x and you punch it punch through the big boulder and uh he has big muscles though you could do it something something wesker <laughs> Is that uh, the, yeah. the game? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they kind of kind of departed, got more actiony, and then Resident Evil Seven is when they were like, "All right, <clears throat> let's go back to the drawing board." Still in the world, but let's uh -huh. go back to scary, psychological, and I was like, "Oh, this is so good!" So, yeah. Some people want to get scared. Some people want to shoot. If you can marry the two, you've got Call of Duty zombies. <laughs> sure. Um, let us know your thoughts about uh, scary games, horror games. What are some of the scariest games that you've played? Um, what are your thoughts about all the ones that we mentioned? Uh, let us know. Send us a KYN chat, uh, kynchat.com or a super chat here on YouTube. Click the little medallion or the little money sign there. I'm not too sure which one it is, but uh, let us know your thoughts about scary games and this holiday season. But we are close to the end of the show. And Cressa, do you want to remind them about the question of the day and get that answered? Ladies and gentlemen, in case you missed it, the question of the day was, what is the title of the first video game to feature zombies? Your multiple choice question was A, Resident Evil, B, Entombed, C, The Evil Dead, or D, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Again, that is, what is the title of the first video game to feature zombies? A, Resident Evil, B, Entombed, C, The Evil Dead, or D, Zombies Ate My Neighbors? And drum roll, please. It is, the answer is B, Entombed. According to the Guinness World Book of Records, the first video game with zombies was Entombed, released for the Atari 2600 by... U.S. games in 1982. The player stars as an archaeologist as they navigate a vertically scrolling maze or catacombs, trying to avoid zombies or getting caught in a dead end. The game predates Mike Edwards' isometric dungeon crawler Zombies, released by Bram Software for the Atari 800 in 1983. Wow. Come on, you learned something today. Come yeah. on now. I cannot tell you that I knew about Entombed at all. So, yes, I did learn. That looked really cute, though. I did not know about Entombed either. <laughs> um, and doing this, Look I had it. to really narrow down the questions. I was like, what sure. was the first horror game? I got 50 answers. Because <laughs> yeah, they're like, so what constitutes as a game? You mean on the video game medium? Do you mean uh... this? So I'm like, okay. That's zombies, spooky, scary. Yeah. So this one had a definite answer. And even uh -huh. this answer, it was like, well, this game came out first, but there were dates. And this was the earliest date of zombies. So cool. the argument is that these zombies in this game don't act like the zombies that we know. And sure. um, what we classically call as zombies. But for the sake of the argument of, uh, 
there are zombies in this. <laughs> Very cool. So here on Gaming on Weird, you learn something new every episode. Make sure to hit that like button on this YouTube video. It would help us out getting people to watch and check out live, but also checking out the other shows. I mean, I think I saw John Alba's here on this channel. Oh, my God. We have so many different news or shows that are coming out on this channel. Know your news. So go check it out. Hit that subscribe button. And we are here every Saturday. But during the week, Cresta, where can they find you? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you can find me over on Fightful, YouTube.com slash Fightful. Every Thursday with Joel Pearl, we will be discussing everything that happens on Impact Wrestling. I am there every Thursday. And every other day of the week, you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Star. I cover wrestling. I play video games, not scary ones, as we clearly see that I'm a punk. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at CrestaTheStar. If you want some premium memes, where can they find you, the lovely, illustrious Jules the Human? Not to be confused with Jules the Android. True. Uh, I can confirm Cresta has some premium memes on uh, Twitter and TikTok, for sure. Um, but I'm Jules the Human, J-U-L-E-S, the human as you see it down there. I stream on Twitch like four days a week. Um, I have a YouTube channel, Instagram, all Jules the Human. Just Google me, Jules the Human, no spaces. And uh, you can see all the cool stuff that I'm doing, uh, mainly playing video games. And like I said, I'm playing Resident Evil 3 next week. I'm going to start that up. My first time playing Resident Evil 3 Remake. Uh, so I'm going to be doing that next week. But for us both, you can see us every Saturday here on the Know Your News channel. Gaming Gone Weird every Saturday at whatever time you're watching. That's when we go live and make sure to come back every week for uh, your weird news to keep up to date and talk about all the crazy stuff that happens uh, in the gaming world. But Cresta, Jules, you, thank you for, so much for watching and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.